The last thing we were discussing was the Mishnah Tzadeh Bet, where in a small area and a big area that are open to each other, the small area always goes after the big area. And the four rabbis, Rabbah, Rabbi Zerah, Rabbah, Abaye, were sitting together and they gave us examples from Kilayim, a get of a woman, a Minyan, or uh, if there's Tzoah, the small area always goes after the big area, the big area does not go after the small area. Now, Abaye asked, it sounds like from all these examples that uh, this mechitza, this partition, is coming to be mahmir. For example, with kilayim, in a big area, you all you have to do is separate four amot. Over here, the small area is after the the big area. It's considered one big thing. And Rabbi Zera tried giving an answer, and Abaye pushed it. And Rava tried giving an answer, and Abaye pushed it. And with that, we're starting Tzadik Gimel Amud Aleph, about four lines in, where it says, Amar le Rabbah Hanan Abaye. So now Rabbah Hanan is telling Abaye, But we never had this uh, concept of a wall. It's coming to be Mahmir. We learned in the Braitah. You have a house that is half with the roof, half. It doesn't have a roof. If you have vines over here, you're allowed to plant over here wheat. And if you completed the, the area, you completed the, the roof, now it's Asur, you're not allowed to put the wheat in that second part of the house. And you see clearly that uh, this Mechitza on top of the roof is what's making things Asur. Yeah, but Hatam Siluk Mechitzotu, all you're doing is is you're you're taking away mechitza see when the roof was halfway through the house then it imaginary came down and made a wall, imaginary wall once i continued the roof it's like i took the out that imaginary wall and it becomes one big area so you don't have a mechitza to come be matir or anything Abba sends a question to Abaye, Beyad Rav Shemayabazaira, in the hands of Rav Shemayabazaira. Below Matsinu Mahitsa de Isru, we didn't see a Mahitsa that's coming to be Mahmir, Vihatanya, we have a Braita. Yesh bim Hitsota Kerem la Kel Lahmir. Sometimes the, the partitions in a vineyard are coming to be lenient, and sometimes they're coming to be Mahmir. Ketsad, how? For example, Kerem Hanatua Araikara Mahitsa. We have a vineyard that is planted uh, up until Mamash, the wall, the base of the wall. Right? What do you do? On the other side of the wall, you could start planting wheat or any other uh, crop. And if there wasn't a wall over there, what would you have to do? You'd have to move away four amot from wherever the vineyard ends and then start planting uh, uh, wheat. So now, and that's the leniency by a partition in the vineyard, because all, all you need is a good wall in between the two, uh, between the uh, the vineyard and where the wheat uh, is being planted, and you're good to go. It could be a whole uh, four tefahim, it could be two tefahim, it could be anything. Now, how are we going to have a wall to be mahmir? If the vine was 11 amot away from a wall, you can't bring any crop into that area in, from where the vineyard ends to the wall. Why? Because if there wasn't a wall, all you have to do is move four amot and you can plant. And that is a humrah by the wall. Imagine, if the, because there's a wall, 
I can't put anything in that 11 amot space. If there wasn't a wall, I would be able to just move four amot and, and, and put something there. So you have, a, you have a situation where the wall is mahmir and you have a situation where it's mekel. So Abaya, I don't understand your question. What's your problem with the wall being uh, making it more strict? So Amale Abaya explains to Rav the messenger of Rabbi. What do you bring me a brayta? Bring a mishnah. If you have a bold spot in a vineyard, imagine a vineyard. You have a bold spot of nothing in in the middle of it. If it's big, I assume amot. If it's twenty-four amot. You move four amot away from the vineyard, and you could plant over there something else. And if not, you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to plant anything, even if you're planting a tefah. It doesn't have to be 24 amot, it could be a, a bold spot of 16 amot. Then you move four amot away from each side, and you could uh, plant. And if you have an area around the vineyard, and you want to plant over there something else, Bet it has to be if it's 16 amot from wherever the vineyard ends till where, let's say, the wall is, or when, uh, or, or wherever it, it, the field ends, then move four amot and plant over there. It has to be uh, 12 ama, move four amot, and then plant over there in that uh, area around. The, the Mishnah explains what is a bold spot in the Kerem. Kerem Sheharavim Tsaito. You have a vineyard that in the middle just everything got destructed, no good. And Sham Sheshesre According to Beti Lil, if you don't have 16 Amot in that area of empty space, don't bring any other uh, crop into that area to plant. Because you have to leave four Amot from each side. Meaning wherever the vineyard ends, four amot plant, and you have to leave at least four amot from the other side, uh, close to the to the next part of the vineyard. And the idea is you need four amot separation, and this way a ox could go through in order to plow. And you need eight amot of of, of planting space, so this way it won't be batel to the open space next to it. Meaning if you have four empty, four in the middle that you could plant and four next to it, it would be batel to those to both sides. But if it's four, eight, and four, it's not batel. And this way you'd be able to plant there. Hayusham aman. If you have 16 amot of empty space, noten lo avodato. You four amot from here, four amot from there. That's your eight amot altogether. Vizorat amotar, and you can plant whatever's left. And uh, Rashi brings down Bet uh, Shammai Shita that they hold that the area has to be eight amot in order to be considered a sadeh, and therefore they want sixteen in the middle and four on four on each side. This way, it's uh, it's considered a sadeh; it's not going to be batel to the sides. And uh, the Brakta the Mishnah continues ve'ezohi meholakerem. What's the area around the vineyard that's empty? If you have an empty area around the kerem, ben kerem legader, between where the vineyard ends and where the gate is. She'im en sham shetem If you don't have 12 amot according to beti le, lo sham. Don't bring any, uh, uh, don't bring any uh, crop and plant it over there. Hayu sham shetem If you did have 12 empty uh, amot of space, no 10 lo avodato. You leave four amot uh, next to the vineyard. You leave four amot next to the wall. Vezorea et amotan. You plant everything in between. Rabbi, you could ask the question from over here. You could just say, uh, if there wasn't a wall, all you have to do is move four amot and, and plant. Why did you bring it from a Why You could have brought it from this Mishnah beautifully. 
Ela, you have to say from the whole sugya of mechola kerem, the area around a kerem that is empty, you can't you can't bring a question. Why hatam tama? Over there, the reason has nothing to do with the wall. Rather, the reason is the chol arba amot legabe kerem avodata kerem. The four empty uh, amot around the kerem that is meant for working purposes for the kerem. It's part of the kerem. The four amot next to the wall. Kevan de Since you can't plant there anyways, because then you're going to ruin the wall. Afkurem afkado. It's hefker. You don't really care about that area. It's not part of the sadeh. Now the bened bene, the area in between those four amot in between. Iika arba hashivan. If there's four amot, it's hashuv. Veidlo lo hashivan. Then it's not hashuv. Has nothing. It's not a halacha issue. It's just a hashivut issue. And the Chora, you could say the same thing, the Gabed, the Braita. And this Mechitza isn't what making things Asur or Mutar. Rather, it's just what the area in between, is it considered Hashuv or not? And of course, Bet Shammai argues, and uh, different numbers, but same concept. Now, before starting the next sugi, I just want to remind one thing. When a person makes a partition, a gate around them, and if it's a crisscross type of gate, it's considered a good gate, it's a strong gate, and you can carry an area as much as you want. You could close off an area, two seah, three seah, four seah, that's a strong gate, go ahead. Now, if it's a, only a horizontal gate or it's a vertical gate, it's not considered a strong enough gate. And therefore, if it's an area not meant for living purposes, you're only allowed to carry two se'a over there. But if there's two people, you get four se'a. And if there's three people, you already become a caravan. And you're allowed to carry as much as you want. So now the Gemara is asking a question. You have three uh, huge areas closed off not for living purposes. Now, uh, take a look at the Rashi on the bottom left. You see there's two pictures, the one on the top. The top ones, the, the, the two outer karpavs, have an indent on the fourth uh, side towards the middle karpav. And the middle karpav does not. It only has like two, uh, like two walls and doesn't have any indentation on the third or fourth side. You have one person on each side. Nasakish, or you have one person in each karpav. They become three people in this karpav area, but since they're all connected, and and they're you could carry as much as you want, right? They become like three and carry. Go ahead, two, three, four, four, as much as you want. Look at the Rashi, the pictures, look at the bottom one. If you, the two outer karpavs don't have an uh, indent in the fourth side, but the middle karpav does, it has two walls, and uh, on the, the right and left side, it ha- they are coming in. So the Gemara the, 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 the uh, says, You have a Yahid in each one. We only give them six uh, meaning each guy gets two and therefore we're not going to say they're all connected it's like that middle one is sort of blocking and each one gets two and that's it now here's the question in the case in the bottom case where you, the two outer ones don't have a fourth wall and the middle one does one on each corner and two live in the middle how do we look at it 
If the two guys in the middle walk out to the right, then there's three and they should be able to carry as much as they want. And if they go out uh, to the left side, then they should be able to carry as much as they want because there's three living there also. Or maybe. Or maybe do we look at it as those two guys in the middle, one will go to the right, one will go to the left, and you never have three in the area. Now, question number two. And if you want to tell me that one goes out to the right and one goes out to the left, two on the outer ones and one in the middle one. Mahu, what would be the halacha? Do we say that no matter which side he goes, there's always going to be three and we should give them as much as they want? Maybe he's going to go to the other way, goes to the other way, and we don't because we don't really know, we should be mahmir. And everyone should be considered like Yahidim. And in both questions, you're allowed to carry as much as you want. Amar of Hazda. Gidud Hamisha Umchitza Hamisha. Yeah, from the floor, an area that's uh, elevated, it's picked up from the ground five tefahim, and then you have on top of that a partition that's five tefahim, and mitzarfin, you can combine them to make it a ten tefah wall. Achie Okulo Begidud Okulo Mechitza. Until it's all uh, one big mound or uh, an area that's picked up that's ten tefahim high. Or it's a, it's a mamasha wall that's ten tefahim high, which is the usual case, right? Metive. The Gemara brings a question from a Brayta. You have two hatserot, one higher than the other. The, the, the higher one is taller by ten tefahim. Or it's elevated five tefahim, and there's a partition on top of it, which is five tefahim. Me'arvin shnaim ve'en me'arvin echad. They're two separate Hatserot and they only do two Eruvs and they cannot do one Eruv. They're never together, which is the uh, exact opposite of what we just said. It's, over here you said five and five equals a good Mechitza and, of, and, you, and of Hasda, you're the one who said five and five is not a good Mechitza. Pachot Mikan, anything less than that. Me'arvin Echad ve'en Me'arvin Shnaim. So if it's nine, eight, seven, you always do, you do uh, one and you don't do two. So now, Orav Hasda, how would you answer that? Amarava, Rabbi answers, Moder of Hasda, but Tahtona. No, Rav Hasda agrees that the bottom Hatser is separate from the top Hatser, because at the end of the day, in its Hatser, you have an area that is 10 Tefahim high separating it from the people on top. And therefore, it needs a separate Ayruv. So, like my aunt asks, then the bottom one should uh, be able to do it on their own. They could they could do two eruvs. Uh, they could do it on their own. Why should they have to do it with uh, the people on top? The Eliona could never do any eruv whatsoever. Not one. Not two. Meaning, like Rashi explains, that according to Rav Hasda, the the upper Hatser never doesn't have any partition whatsoever. To the lower one, so it can't do its own iruv, and because it's open to the bottom iruv, it can't do an iruv uh, with the bottom one because the bottom one has a ten tefah partition from it, so it's like it's sort of stuck in the middle. It should never get any iruv whatsoever. No, the Braita's case was talking about where the upper hatzer has a fence that's 10 tefahim high going around 
Now, the area that is facing the lower Hatser, it's, it has an it has five uh, tefahim going up uh, indent of the ground, five tefah wall on top of it, and the other five tefahim are open along that uh, side of the Hatser. It's open ten amot wide. And since it's, uh, it looks like there's three walls plus uh, the partition on the fourth wall is considered a partition, even the people on the top could do an Ayruv. So the Gemara asks, if that's the case, then look what about the Sefa? Pachot mikan, anything less than ten tefahim, you do one Ayruv, you don't do two Ayruvs. It could do, it could do one Ayruv. Or it could do two ayruv, means it could do whatever it wants. Why does the end of the Braita say a dafka could only do one ayruv if it's less than ten tefahim? So now the Gemara changes the case again. So the top area has fence all over, except the area where it's open to the Hatser, it's completely open, along ten, uh, it has an opening ten amot wide. So all you have is the five tefah indent going up from the lower hatser to the top hatser, and that's it. Now there is walls going around, but that opening to the lower hatser is completely open. So the lower hatser can't do their own ayruv, and that's why the Braita says they could only do an ayruv together. So the Gemara says, if that's the case, then the bottom one should only be able to do one Iruv with the top uh, Hatser, and not it can't make two separate Iruvs, it means it can't make an Iruv on its own. And the top one, it can do whatever it wants, two, one, doesn't make a difference. The Gemara answers, you're right. If the people in the upper Hatser want to do it by, by themselves, Go ahead, do it. When it says, And when it says, if it's less than 10 tefahim, they could do uh, uh, one, they can't do two. It's going on the lower hatzer. If an area is elevated five tefahim, it has a five tefah partition, it, it could combine and it can make a ten tefah mechitza. Uh, the Rabbin Yonatan explains that he argues on Rav Hasda, and the idea is because anyone who's standing on top sees a ten uh, tefah drop. Ashkehay Ravina le Ravaha bered Ravina saw Ravaha bered Ravah, and Amar then he asked him ten more midibims mechitza. Did you teach anything in the halachot of mechitza? Amar le lo, I didn't teach anything. Area that's elevated five tefahim and there's a umhitsa hamisha and there's a partition five tefahim on top of it, mitzarfin, it combines to become ten tefahim. People are coming on Shabbat, will they be osir? And the case goes as follows you have two hatserot, they did iruv, each one did iruv on its own. And there's a wall in between them. Also on Shabbat, the wall fell. Do we say now that each group is osir on the other, they can't carry in this area? Or do we say once they were allowed to carry on Shabbat in the area, they're allowed to continue carrying? Look at our Mishnah. A big hatzer that's been opened to a small hatzer. 
you're allowed to carry in the big one, and the small one, you're not allowed to carry in there. Why? The, the small hatzer will now become like an opening to the big hatzer. And Rav Hasda understood that it was opened on Shabbat, that whatever mechitzah was there fell on Shabbat. And still the people in the big one can carry, the people in the small one are not allowed to carry. And who said? Who said that it fell on Shabbat? Maybe it fell on Friday afternoon. Don't say maybe it fell. For sure it fell Friday afternoon. You're the one who said, if two hatserot with the opening in between them, when on Shabbat, the the door got closed, the entrance uh, was sealed. You did the roof through the window that's in between them. and the window was shut. Mao, what is the halacha? Ve'amali, and he said Shabbat Shabbat once it's mutar, it's mutar. And you have to say the same halacha over here. Once they were allowed to carry, even and the, and the wall fell down, they're allowed to continue carrying. And therefore, Rabbi, you have a point. If if the small hatzer is going to be asur, it had to be asur yom. It had to be asur from the way before the Shabbat started. And therefore, if it fell on Shabbat, once it's mutar, it's mutar. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.